Before you get into our podcast, we want you to know our purpose in creating this series. Our purpose is to give students a voice in topics affecting us. We know that our school is not the only one experiencing problems. Our stories are just an example of what millions of students across the country are dealing with. As high school students, we care about our school and we hope that our work will provoke important conversations and make change. At South, there is a large amount of students that use drugs in their day-to-day life. Some people think that these people are ruining their life using drugs, but don't come to think why they are using drugs in the first place. People have the reasons for why they are at the point they are in their life. Reasons for why they are using drugs that runs deeper than what the surface shows. This is what we want to bring awareness to at South High. I think that substance use in general is a huge issue. I think that it's kind of like multi-tiered. We interviewed many of the South High staff members and asked them what were their thoughts about drug use in school. This is Alex, one of the deans at South High. Um, So I think when you talk about drug use, you have to talk about like family history. You have to talk about um, social economic standing, stuff like that. So when I talk about drug use at South High, it's concerning. I think that what we're seeing now more at South is really people that don't have their needs met, like coping with the the situations that they're going through in life um, getting a fix. And of course, that was probably what was happening when you had kids sneaking weed and sneaking alcohol. I think it's it's terrible. I think you guys are influenced by the wrong crowd. You guys bring it to the school. You need to be doing that. It's not good for you. Speak more on that. I think think that you think, not you personally, Mm -hmm. but I think that you guys think that you need to take drugs to like be free from all your problems and pain and to help you take your test. I had a student tell me that before. She got caught smoking. I said, why are you smoking? I said, I have to take a test in math, and it helps me relax. It's not a good idea. But I think that there's kids who definitely have substance abuse issues and stuff. They don't understand why, uh, like how they get to the point of starting to do drugs. Mm -hmm. They don't really understand. They just do it. I had I had one incident that happened um, last year where I couldn't wake a kid up and they were like doing like the gurgling and the like the telltale signs of someone who's like an overdose. And eventually I was able to call the nurse. We were able to get him up. It scared the crap out of me, though, because I'm pretty sure that it was like uh, maybe it wasn't like a full overdose, but it was like close. Since deans and teachers are people who help deal with drug use in school daily, their input is valuable to hear, but even more important is the input of the students themselves. To learn more about drug use at South, we created an anonymous online survey for students to share their experiences. 61.1% of the students said they do not use drugs, while 38.9% of the students said they do. 9.7% of the students that use drugs use often, while 12.5% of them said they use daily. The survey results showed that 37.5% of the responding students said they use marijuana, 23.6% of the students said they use nicotine, and 19.4% of the students said they use alcohol. Since these are the most common drugs used at South, we are going to be focusing on them for the majority of this podcast. In the survey, we asked students, do you think substances or drugs are helping you in your day-to-day life? Here are some of the responses. Yes, absolutely. They help me understand how to be a better person and how to deal with my emotions and problems. Yes, with stress and anxiety, just trying to get through the day. Weed helps me when I need to calm down, when I can't eat, or when I can't sleep. My thoughts on drug use in high school, uh, if you smoke weed, you just smoke weed, but like if you do like, if you smoke like perks, 
See if you smoke meth, heroin, any other like hard drugs, bro. I feel like you just tripping. But like, if you smoke weed, like that's cool. Cause like, I mean, like everybody smoke a little bit of weed in life. That's, you feel me? That's just like. Do you think it's it's affecting your life in any in any good way or nothing? Uh, I say like the good effect I get from it is like just being stress free, and I I could be like you know like just chill. Mm -hmm. Versus like when I'm sober, I I be having to do a lot, move around a lot. But like when I actually get some free time, I could just smoke a little blunt and then I feel like, you know, relaxed. We also asked, do you think substance slash drug use is a big issue at South? The students responded. I think that a lot of students at South are going through personal stuff. So yeah, a lot of people smoke, but I feel like over half the people do it to help when they are stressed. I also think a lot of people use weed instead of harming themselves. It causes the school to feel unsafe and makes the bathrooms unsanitary. Yes, the staff has to close the bathroom every time someone throws up. Overall, students had mixed opinions on drug use at South, but it is important to remember that everyone has their own experiences. A big reason why people are using drugs, especially marijuana, is to help cope with the situations they are going through currently in their life. A lot of kids on our Google form responded that marijuana helps them with anxiety, stress, and a focus. There's a lot of things that goes on in a teen's life that can cause stress and anxiety, like having to go to work, not being able to find a set place to sleep sometimes, or having family issues. Marijuana has helped a lot of students in their day-to-day -day life, and then it becomes something you do all the time because it takes away all the stress that you feel. I think that we need to take a step back from how normalized marijuana is and we need to understand and own the fact that we're using marijuana to cope. And when you use it to cope, it won't serve you in the way that people typically believe that they will be served by any drug that they ingest. And I think that in America, in the south side of Minneapolis, we have a strong culture around it being very normal to cope with marijuana. And I think that that is problematic because eventually you gotta deal with your shit. And it can be hard to do that if you're using weed to mask and you're using marijuana um, to numb yourself. While smoking has its positives, it also has its negatives. Prolonged use of marijuana will increase some users' risks of mental health issues. There is varying information if marijuana is addictive. Research on marijuana is still ongoing and there isn't a clear-cut understanding how addictive it is. The general consensus, however, is that marijuana is not actively addictive for most users, but can cause some to be mentally dependent on it. Essentially, it can become a cycle that can lead to addiction. Insight learning was something that was introduced to us while interviewing one of our deans, Alex, that opened my mind to new concepts of learning that can maybe help other students. My favorite type of learning is insight, and that is when you've already had information, and that information basically like coalesces naturally at a random moment, and you're like, holy shit, I understand this. You see what I'm saying? So I think for a lot of young people around this type of stuff, there's concepts that you need to get exposed to that you might not be ready for. Insight learning can help a lot of kids who are dealing with drug-related issues because it can open your mind to concepts about drugs that you probably weren't aware of before getting into using. That can help you be conscious about the effects of whatever you're getting into. Because all it takes is just one talk to change a person's views. 
and actually have a meaningful conversation that doesn't put a person down. When you talk about drug use, you have to look at them as a person and not just someone who uses drugs. So all of the warning signs we talk about aren't really as important as really understanding what's really going on. And if we trusted young people to fully understand what's really going on and gave them the information for what it was, I think y'all would have a better opportunity to stop it. I like the way you approach the problem. I feel like it's um, much more effective than how most people do it. Because I think a lot of fr frustration and anger and, and all that can come from lack of understanding, you know? Yeah, and, and, and just when people come at you with, about your problem and they come at you with very little understanding of it, it, it doesn't really work to fix the problem. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And like I like and like communication is like a big part of it. And like I feel like what you're doing is like is good. But we need to create a safe space so that they can tell us that they don't want to be doing what they're doing. So before we tell all these kids all of the, the negative rub and all the negative impact of what they're doing, what we really need to do first is ask them how they really feel about it. How do you feel about there not being uh, the, the drug counseling? Yeah, we used to have yep. one and now we don't. How so do they're, you... they're working to bring it back. They're working to bring it back. There's no chemical dependency counselor working daily at South or any high school in Minneapolis district. The Minneapolis district employs one counselor for thousands of students in our schools. If someone is in need, how are they supposed to get the help they need then and there? What happens when a mass amount of students need a chemical dependency person? This is just one of the problems that needs to be solved. But we are under-resourced now in the middle of a global mental health crisis. You can't put all of this stuff on kids because it's objectively happening. So I understand that the district doesn't have the resources. I understand that the district can't find anyone for, for roles that they're supposed to have. I also understand that the district cares about how they look. They care about how things look. They care about how they can present things to the public and to the community. So if they prioritize the needs of the students and didn't give a damn about what it looked like or who saw it, I bet you anything they do that well, right? If they wanted to look like they're doing something about anti-racism at Minneapolis public schools, they can make it look like that. What's messed up about South High and what's messed up about Minneapolis public schools is the communities they serve, the communities that are here, the people that are in these buildings, the skills that are in these buildings, the understanding that are in these buildings will not be able to not even reach its potential. Give us autonomy and support. Give us resources before control. We need at least seven social workers to serve 1,600 kids. Students at South need resources to deal with their mental health. That will never stop being true. The school district says they are working to bring the drug counselor back, but can't find anyone and claim to not have the resources. The district prioritizes their perception in the public over the needs of their students. South High students and all students deserve support, and until we get it, this problem will not go away. This has been Isaac, Charlie, Eli reporting for South High Voices, an innovative class on the power of value, options, issues, and choices explored in society.